0: Welcome aboard. This is your captain, Johnny and first mate Jess. Thank you for joining us on our chaotic journey through fan fiction. This podcast will contain adult situations and themes. I would
1: strongly suggest using caution when listening in public. But what do I know?
0: We do not own these stories or characters. They're just along for the ride upon the ships of chaos. Hello, this
1: is Johnny. Mrs. Jess, welcome.
0: Welcome to episode twenty, Ooh, chapter 20. nine. Twenty. Yeah, it's chapter That's nine. A little more. Yeah, I mean we've had a few bonus, but twenty episodes. Yeah, we've had three bonuses, so that'd be like twenty-three. Twenty-three.
1: Gosh. Yeah. That's cool. So, I just kind of finished eating and watching the nanny, so we're ready to go. <laughs> yeah how's your week going Johnny week is going pretty good uh except for the snow lots and lots of snow I'm sick of it um I called in to work this morning because last night was so bad and I'm just like I'm just not driving in that tomorrow
0: no that's insane so you've lived in Texas for a little bit like is this an abnormal winter for you guys I've lived in Texas
1: all my life, except for like a spurt in Tennessee and a spurt in Colorado. Uh, I've lived in San Antonio all my life, and it is not normal in San Antonio, but even they are getting snow this year. Uh, Where I'm at now, it's normal to get like at least one snowstorm, but we've had three this year.
0: Oh, it's nuts. Yeah, you guys have gotten like a lot of snow. Like it's typical to snow where you're at, right? But like not this level.
1: Yeah, it's like eight inches. That's insane. I was driving home last night and had to stop at a friend's house because it got so hard I couldn't see. Oh, yeah. And I just I knocked on his door and he's like, Felicia, what's wrong? And I'm like, I can't see to drive. Can I just stay here for a few minutes? And he's like, Yeah. And we watched a movie.
0: Yeah, no, ah, oh, that's so scary. I'm yeah. in Arizona, like, we don't get snow ever, so I, I don't even, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Can't even imagine. So, I am, I am
1: not dressed today. I'm wearing a Deadpool hoodie because it is so cold, so cold. out. I'm sure. <laughs> so. Oh, like It's just crazy, but... It, you think it'd be warming up seeing that spring is in like six weeks.
0: Maybe. I mean, we watched, we watched the weather channel and I know they're calling for warmer weather, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think you can predict what this winter is going to do. No. So, so how, well,
1: how was your week? How was your Valentine's?
0: Oh, my Valentine's was good. Um, we don't really do too much, but we eat chocolate. <laughs> I'm just in it for the candy. Um, oh, yeah. But it was good. And also, um, so we, uh, our bonus aired on Valentine's Day, Grimald Place. And the author actually wrote us a review on Archive of Our Own and said, OMG, your podcast was both hilarious and adorable. I'm delighted to have been a part of it. I was laughing out loud with parts, and you have a lot of guts to read that kind of story out loud. Had me blushing, and I wrote it. So, Straja Seven, thank you for the review. You know, I, we really enjoyed the story. I love Hermione Severus. They could bang anywhere. I'll read it. <laughs> but that, that story was really good, and I I really appreciate it. So.
1: Yeah, and Hyper Little Noi wrote us a review as well. So that was great yeah Mm -hmm. but I just I enjoy our little banter and I love when we go off the story for our our bonus episodes because it gives us a little change Mm -hmm. and I I think we can just like continue to do it our next holiday I think our next holiday is actually St. Patrick's Day but I don't know if we want to do a bonus then I think the next holiday
0: after after that is Easter. Yeah maybe we'll do like a springy kind of thing. St. Patrick's Day is actually my daughter's birthday. She's born on St. Pat's Day so um, we'll be celebrating all month for her. That's awesome. My little leprechaun.
1: Yeah, we can do something on like the the, the spring equinox. Like That'd be that, fun. That, that could be fun. And I'll, I'll
0: find something. Cool. And we figured out that Radio Tower will go through May, the end of yeah. May?
1: I think so, uh, except for we were counting on like 10 episodes and going through the chapters. I think it's going to be like seven.
0: Oh, okay. So, I mean, definitely May. Seven yeah. weeks from now is May, so cool. Yeah. Um, and then Johnny mentioned last time we do have our poll up on the Shifts of Chaos Facebook group about what fandom to do next. If you haven't voted and you would like to give a say on what we read, let us know. So far, Harry Potter is winning. It's because of me, I just keep voting. <laughs>
1: i think it only allows you to vote
0: once yeah i know but if it was up to me i'd create a bunch of fake accounts and just like harry potter harry potter (laughs) oh Oh, jess (laughs) it's my world i love hp so all right you want to talk about our world should we go into our summary yes go into our summary all right, so last time was chapter nine, part one, and our boys had a little spit. Styles? No. Derek is trying to convince Styles? No. They have a fight, and one of them is trying to convince the other one to just like let them go. Is it Styles trying to convince Derek? Okay, so
1: Derek was insecure, thinking that when Styles got to the settlement settlement that he would find like somebody else and that he was just telling him you know I won't I won't blame you if you find somebody else I know that you haven't been around people all that want all that much in the last few years and I was your only option mm-hmm. and Stiles is like stop it I'm, I'm not going to you cho- yeah I, I'm going to choose you every time
0: Okay. Was there also, or maybe I'm confusing this with a couple chapters ago, where Styles is like, "Look, I'm the danger magnet. <laughs> if anything, uh, you would choose somebody else." I'm not
1: sure. I think so. I think it was this one.
0: I don't know if it was this one. It was definitely like they definitely had this kind of conversation at the house when Styles is like, "I'll just stay behind you guys because they're following me." after yeah. gerard tells them about the spark and the bone men trying to come after i just can't remember if that was in chapter nine part four chapter eight that was
1: i think that was the second part of chapter eight where cora eight. tries tries to calm him down
0: but either way both derek and styles are showing a little bit of insecurity i think and not feeling fully like secure in their relationship, I guess. They don't know where it's gonna go. Um, And then also we get to the settlement and that's big. That's the big, big, big thing that happened. I was
1: trying to figure out voices for the new characters. you like a whole
0: settlement to try to come up with.
1: Oh my goodness, I have like (laughs) six new characters. (laughs) And uh, I was like walking through the grocery store with my mom yesterday morning before the snow got too bad. And I'm like,
0: I'm Batman, I'm Batman.
1: And like, I'm like, oh, I should use that for a character voice. And my mom's like, is it that your Derek voice? And I'm like, crap.
0: Oh, yep. Yeah. yes it is. <laughs> Derek is Batman.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I thought about doing an Irish accent and then I'm like, <laughs> no, I'd screw that up just as much as I do my <laughs> English
0: accent. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the characters that you you have way more talent than I do. I just give up. <laughs> I'm a great reader, but when it comes to accents, I'm 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 a lost cause. So
1: we we shall see how this new episode goes because um, we have a a lot of new characters.
0: Oh. It's- oh
1: my. Uh, and like one character we had introduced way at the beginning, and I don't remember his voice. So, hmm. huh? Who? At the beginning? huh I shall, you shall see.
0: You hmm, shall all see. right. Interesting. So. All right. Well, let's do this.
1: Okay. So this is chapter nine, part two, catharsis it was everything he dreamed of and more he could tell that before the wall had been built this would have been the outskir- outskirts of the town modest houses were sprinkled, sprinkled either side of the road each with a vegetation veget- each with a vegetable garden out front thick with cabbage leeks and other hardy vegetables to withstand the encroaching cold weather <laughs> there's leeks in the garden <laughs> sorry the road wove deeper into the town to where he could see more houses and larger buildings a glimpse of the wind turbine in the distance so like one time okay my dad said hey there's a leak in the water in the water heater and i'm like oh crap and he had put a leak on top of the water heater lol i little I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God, dad, don't scare me like that. I don't want to have to pay for a new water heater.
0: What a dad joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think every dad makes that joke. Yeah. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't like, I should have paid attention when he put, was putting vegetables in the cart at the
0: grocery store. <laughs> And the one leaf that he bought that he will yeah. never use other than to make a joke <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay there were people milling around tending the gardens and working in front of the greenhouses styles could see to the right tucked behind the first row of houses derek had said the farmland encircled circled the entire back of the settlement complete with animals and crops as the gates closed behind them and styles climbed out of the car He found himself frozen as he drank it all in. The sounds, the smells, and the feeling of being surrounded by life, by civilization. It made his stomach quake and his mouth go dry and how overwhelming it all felt. It was both wondrous and terrifying. Okay, Derek's voice was so gentle just for him in the midst of all this new and noise His fingers brushed Stiles' elbow, then down to his knuckles, stroking subtly back and forth where where their hands hung close together. Stiles didn't get the chance to answer. Parrish jumped the last few steps down off the wall and jogged toward them. His hand on the radio attached to his breast pocket. Jesus, Derek, we thought you were never coming back. His face was bright, pleased, and he didn't look a lot far off Derek's age. He surged forward and wrapped Derek in a brief back-slapping hug, beaming beaming, still relieved, surprised as he stepped back to look at him. It's been months. His words drifted off as the doors of the car behind them opened and the others climbed out. Parrish's eyes followed them, widening slightly. Wow, you've brought a small convoy. Is one of them your sister? You've really found her. And this is the sheriff's son. Derek said, in the way that sounded like he was trying not to smile, like he was excited for Styles, in spite of all the appreh- apprehension he'd expressed earlier. He wanted this for Styles, and that just made it even more real. When Derek added, "Can you get him down here?" Everything seemed very ha- hazy. Parrish's shocked eyes dragged him over, dragged over him from head to toe as he reached for the walkie-talkie. Not unlike the one Stiles and Erica had rigged up between the cars. They were ex-police, Stiles realized with a jolt, or similar at least. His dad's idea, he was sure of it. His thoughts were racing, reaching for everything and anything. Derek tensed, glancing back toward the station wagon. Derek tensed, glancing back toward the station wagon with a wince. We need to get to De- Deaton's. With an apologetic glimpse at Stiles, he hurried to add to Parrish. Can the sheriff meet us there? There was a renewed sense of urgency in Derek's voice, and it dragged Stiles from the distant days he'd been in since the moment the gates opened. He felt overwhelmed, dizzy with the presence of so many people, even though he could only see a few of the in the immediate vicinity. And his dad was here somewhere. He was here, and he was alive, and waiting a second longer to confirm that with his own eyes felt like torture. Derek squeezed his shoulder gently, apologetic still. Stiles knew that he understood how difficult it was for him, but it didn't change the fact that the station wagon was jerking sideways erratically. If Stiles squinted, he, he swore he could see Boyd, who had re- remained in the car, twisting around in the passenger seat to assist with their apparently incensed prisoner. He bit the inside of his mouth and gave a short nod. We need to talk to Deaton about the wolves Bank. He agreed, tone resolute, as he stiffened his resolve. He'd waited years. He could wait longer if it would get Gerard secured before one of the pack needed to resort to drastic measures. Be- before he caused a scene. Before... He drew in a sharp breath. He could wait. Derek squeezed his shoulder again in response. Chris is on. No, nah. What did I do there? Chris is on radio duty. Parrish said, obviously studying their exchange and the barely subtle struggle in the car behind them. I can just imagine, like Parrish, like noticing the struggles going on and trying his best to like ignore it Mm
0: -hmm. for a minute there when the station wagon was jerking sideways like radically i was trying to come up with that joke at the vans uh rockin don't come and knock in but then, <laughs> like, that's totally inappropriate because it's just gerard <laughs> trying to get out but, uh, oh,
1: yeah my also, mind was like why is it rocking again are they trying to drive it somewhere <laughs> <sighs> Derek nodded. He should. Oh, no. Derek nodded. He should be there, too. It's about. It's important.
0: <clears throat> Derek, Who is Chris? Huh? Who is Chris?
1: Uh, Chris is Gerard's son. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, oh. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm, I'm, I got you. Chris Argent. Yeah. Chris Argent. Okay.
1: Yeah. We, we we talked about him earlier in the story.
0: Yeah, I just, Chris is such a common name. I didn't realize it was Argent. I didn't know if there was like a, another uh, sheriff or not sheriff, sure, like just a deputy.
1: And we talked about Chris in the first episode when we were talking about the characters of Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parrish blinked for a moment, bright eyes moving between Derek and Stiles thoughtfully as if trying to figure out what was happening. Before he reached for the radio again, Chris, is the sheriff with you? Over, Parrish never tore his gaze from Styles and Derek or the pack as they came to stand beside them. There was a long pause, when the radio crackled with a voice Styles didn't recognize. A ten A, just si- just signed off. Problem over. Did was that okay? I
0: think so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Terrace drew in a shaky breath. He knew Stiles' dad well. He cared about him. Stiles could tell from the way his voice went slightly rough as he said in answer. You better get him down to Deaton's. Derek Hell is back and there's, there's something he'll want to see. 4, four ten, over and out. Stiles felt sick, shaky. They were take, talking about his dad like he was alive and well. They said he was off duty and at home, resting after a shift, just like he was still the sheriff of Beacon Hills. Part of him had never really dared believe it, but the longer he stood there in the place that had been only a dream until now, it was getting harder to to deny. He swallowed. His dad was really coming. He was really alive. Deaton is around the corner. He'll get there quicker. Quicker than he would have gotten here. Stiles nodded without really hearing him. He didn't really register anything other than the most basic sense, he observed, but as if he were an outsider, floating above the proceedings. He watched as Parrish handed his radio to his partner on shift to allow him to escort them to Deaton's. Stiles did have enough sense of self to wonder if It was because of the pack who were strangers to the settlement. Then Parrish walked briskly in front of their cars, gently urging them. Nope. Gently urging the surprised people they passed out of the way. They eventually pulled up outside what looked like a traditional old street with a wide dirt dirt path running between the buildings. One side dominated by a large single-story hospital the other by the veterinary clinic
0: You hear them? Oh, yep, are they playing?
1: Yeah. Oh no. Jack is growling cuz uh is trying to steal her pizza. Oh my gosh. Now you know why I was cursing the dogs. Mm-hmm. They stole my pizza. It's all fun and games. <laughs> I put the pizza on the table, took my slices, went to go eat, looked over, and the pizza was on the floor, and they were eating it.
0: Dogs are assholes. At
1: least I got my slices. <laughs> so, where was I? Okay. L- let me start over on that on that paragraph, because <laughs> we had dogs.
0: We had dogs.
1: They, they eventually pulled up outside what looked like a... <coughs> <laughs> They're about to go get locked in my bedroom.
0: They just make the funniest noises. They're so funny. They're small dogs. Yeah.
1: Okay. They eventually pulled up outside what looked like a traditional old street with a wide dirt dirt path running along running between the buildings. One side didn't want to just one more time. <laughs> <Yes. sighs> they eventually pulled up outside what looked like a traditional old street with a, with a dirt path running between the buildings. One side dominated by a large single story hospital, the other side by the, the veterinary clinic. The latter seemed to have been much smaller once upon a time, now with a sturdy wooden extension to the side. They were both in good repair, ob- obviously well ca- cared for. We don't use cars anymore, so I didn't want anyone to get in the way. We're so used to uses, using horses or our own two feet, Parrish explained sheepishly as Cora, Eric, and Boyd came to stand with them, Isaac apparently on guard duty in the station wagon. It made sense with parts and fuel in short supply. The settlement had adapted to using horses, so the people had stopped and stared on the short drive through the settlement. Everyone seemed to be so busy doing their part to keep this safe haven working, though it didn't stop them from staring. Stiles felt rooted to the spot at their proximity, so close, so many people in his previously quiet world. Let's, Let's get inside. Derek's hand splayed across the small of Styles' back, directed him toward the door to the clinic. I'll help Erica, Eric uh, Nope. I'll help Isaac, Erica said with a sigh. Surely you don't have enough medicine to last forever, Stiles asked with an air of detachment as he, as he stared across the road where a young girl edged out of the single story hospital on crutches. That's another reason that supernaturals are a welcome part of the community here, Derek explained. Deaton is a druid, he and Nashiko, a kinsune. They know how to work herbs and magic to help people in place of medicine. They're what keeps this place going. Noshika's daughter, Noshika's daughter is with Melissa's son, Scott, actually, Per said, a fond smile on his voice. Styles whirled to face him lightheaded. Melissa and Scott, as in Melissa and Scott McCall, Scott's here, Scott's alive. Everyone had mentioned Melissa in passing, but there had been no whisper of Scott. And he'd been so ill with his asthma the last time Styles had seen him. So frail, it just seemed. Your Scott is Scott McCall, Derek asked with a tone of someone asking why he hadn't confirmed this before. Stiles stared at him speechless. Aurelia was a pretty self-sufficient town even before, Parrish said. Conversationally, as they approached the veterinary clinic doors, I lived here as a brand new deputy before the sheriff and Chris, and everyone else arrived. We were taken over by a rogue Alpha, one of the last members of the Alpha pack. His face twi- twisted briefly in deta- det- b- b- distaste. Eric's Enos thought he was going to own us. When your dad arrived, he challenged him, Alpha or not. Chris and Derek arrived right before that shit hit the fan and we took the- him down, took the town back, built the walls, made things safe, Gave it order. But when we took him down, Scott got bitten in the middle of it. Luckily, he was one of the few who survived the bite. He's a pretty good werewolf, actually, thanks to Derek's help. Derek said nothing, but Stiles could see he felt uncomfortable with the praise. He cleared his throat. Once we've sorted this out with Deaton, once we've seen your dad, I'll help find Scott for you. He's heading the late. He's heading the latest scout party at the moment, but he should back- be back soon. Parrish assured them. Just as the chaos broke out, it took both Erica and Isaac to get Gerard Gerard out of the car without damaging it, them or himself further. They half dragged his bound body out to the. In the end, he was worse for wear, face ashen, ashen among the dark bruising, but that didn't stop his struggles. He wreathed in the grasp like a hooked shark, lashing out with bound arms and legs. His elbows caught Isaac on the nose and he swore, blood spurting out
0: everywhere. He just doesn't quit, does he? No. But Gerard's like the Energizer Bunny. Like, they're like, let's get tired already. <laughs> We're strong werewolves and you're still fighting us. He's just a very tenacious asshole. Where was I?
1: Behave yourself, you bigoted piece of shit. And remember who has super healing, who doesn't. Erica's eyes flashed as she wrapped her arms around the man from behind, pinning his bound wrist to his chest, arms to his side. She jerked her chin to Isaac. You okay? Isaac swore again, but nodded wrapping his bloodied but already healing nose on his sleeve and grabbing the man's legs bloody hell you're a man of the law he said to perish as they awkwardly carried gerard's flailing cursing body ahead through the doors you can teach no crap <laughs> bloody hell you can teach him the meaning of the phrase come quietly why do i always slip back into southern Just who you are <laughs> This little Texas person who was raised to be a Southern Belle, but turned out not to be. As Erica backed through the door, Jarrah kicked hard, making Isaac stagger. Even with enhanced strength, the load was an awkward one, kicking, biting and spitting. Everyone had stopped to watch now, and they hurried to get him inside. The assistant at the front desk was understandably wide eyed and shocked at the sight of them. Dirty, road worn, and blood streaked strangers, one screaming the language of a bar brow. We need to see Deaton, Derek said of the noise. And and if you have a room free to store our prisoner until the sheriff arrives.
0: Where did they go into? Are they in the veterinary clinic? Because Deaton Yeah, Deet's the veterinarian. Okay, all right. It's just crazy to think in this like settlement, like apocalyptic world, they still have an assistant that works at the front desk. Yeah.
1: The assistant whose name tag read Hayden blinked at them in shock for a moment before nodding. Okay. Okay, just trying to think here. I've got a voice for Scott already prepared but I'm still trying to figure out some of the others. Oh, uh, let's see. Cha. He, he just had his last booking. He usually reserves Friday afternoons for making medicine, but if you just give me a second to... Uh, that won't that won't be necessary, Hayden. Thank you, Deaton said as he stepped through the door from behind the desk. Stiles had only known him in passing before, but he looked the same as as he always had. He was dark skinned and healthy, if stoic. His face impassive as he regarded the chaos in his thankfully empty waiting room. Derek, good to have you back, Deaton said without really looking at him as he strode to the side. He made for the door behind Isabel. Oh no, Isabel, where did I get Isabel? He made for a door labeled rustically with the engraving operating room bring our guests through here he could he, we can strap him to the table until he wants to calm down although most of the animals we get in here are a lot better behaved
0: oh, solid burn Deaton. <laughs> solid
1: burn solid burn I always liked Deaton on Teen Wolf because one he may be a druid but he's still 100% human mm-hmm. and he was always calm and like deadpan with his burns. Like he would burn you and you wouldn't know what to say. You just like frozen. So they got Gerard onto the table and used the straps Deaton's provided to keep him there. But as the bile out of his mouth continued, Stiles snapped. If you keep your mouth. no, nope. If you keep your mouth shut for five seconds, maybe the nice doctor here will give you something for the pain you gotta be in right now while we sort this out. Maybe a horse tranquilizer or something, Styles thought bitterly, if Deaton could get it through his thick hide. I usually really, well, no, I only really oper- operate on animals, Deaton said lightly. Styles sneered at the man-tied table. No problem there. Gerard gave a nasty laugh. Rich, isn't it? Coming from the stray dog that offered his cunt to the first beast he came across. His voice was calm now, just dangerously calm, and Stiles wondered what had set off the panic struggle outside. I really hate that word.
0: Oh, I hate that
1: word. You know I- exactly.
0: Definitely, you know. it sounds like a word co- that would come from our dear, dear friend Gerard. Because he's yeah, just a model. but yeah, I don't like that word. Yeah, I'm glad you know which word I'm talking about. Yep. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <sighs> okay.
1: Had it been the walls, the side of the civilization he wasn't in, co- con- in, he wasn't in control of, or perhaps now bound to the table. He had just spent what little strength he had. Whatever it was, he was eerily still now as an old caged tiger waiting to strike. Styles didn't allow himself to step back in response in spite of the uneasiness in his gut. Gag yeah, him? He asked Erica before turning his back to the old man as if he didn't care what happened to him next. Except he did. He just wished he was dead already. Deaton was turning the sign on the door to close. When he entered the waiting room again, Hayden was gone. Stiles slumped into a chair, still feeling out of sorts, closed in by so many people. He felt almost jumpy, which made no sense. He hadn't logged for this. People, security, home. Why did he feel on the verge of panic? No, okay, that that sentence was all, all wrong. Okay Hadn't he longed for this? People, security, home. Why did he feel on the verge of panic? With Gerard silenced, the pack slowly filtered into the waiting room and took their own seats. But it wasn't until Derek took one beside Styles and covered his nervously tapping fingers with his that he felt felt grounded. Derek's palm was warm pinning his hand firmly but gently to the denim-clad thigh, and it just felt safe, anchoring him in a place so he couldn't float away. He wanted to curl into Derek's side and press his face into his throat the way Derek did to him. But there were people watching, more people in this room than he was used to, and so many more outside. even if they weren't pressed against the window to see them he knew they were there felt them there oh crap i pressed the wrong button and went all the way back to the beginning
0: oh okay
1: and we were almost to the end
0: yeah we're um so close to the end
1: He felt like he didn't know himself anymore, how to act, how to talk. He felt lost. Derek's voice, not aimed at him, not expecting an answer or action from him, was a welcome bomb to his frayed nerves. In- intentional, he thought, he didn't want anything from Stiles except for him to know he was there. Is my house still mine? Derek asked Paris with a voice carefully devoid of any expectation or emotion. Yeah, I mean, we were going to give you the year and then... Paris winced apologetically. It's yours. Liam still lives next door and he's been in to clean it. Air it out now and then. He made sure it hasn't fall- fallen to pieces, so it should all be in good order. He took stock of the pack briefly. Think you'll need to request something bigger if you're all going to bunk together, though. Derek shrugged. It'll do for now. Once we're settled, they might want to be put on the list for their own homes. To Stiles' left, Eric made a choked noise. Our own home? Like me and Boyd, Isaac and Cora each? Paris smiled gently. He'd been a cop. Stiles could have guessed as much even if Parrish hadn't admitted he'd once been a deputy. He had that sympathetic understanding but professional smile. It was so much like his dad that it hurt. We have a list where people request things, so you might have to wait a little while. Mrs. McCall just delivered a new baby to the Greenbergs so an extension to their house and the repairs on the main barn will take priority but after that yeah You'll be on the list to get your own homes. He made a face. Well, we'll have to set you up with your own rations tab, though. It's almost another list. We'll all get allocated food according to our household, if that makes sense. So a house with kids gets more than a house with two. It's less complicated than it sounds, and it's not. Food isn't scarce. We all eat well, though we're careful. We don't run on money here. We simply all do our part and get an equal share in food and the help. Even though we're werewolves, Boyd challenged. Parrish blinked as if Boyd had spoken a foreign language. Then he seemed to process the question. Well, yeah, I mean, including Derek, we have 33 supernaturals here. Soon it'll be 34. All well-being, his cheek pinked a little. Lydia's pregnant again. Styles felt some of the tension that had lingered in Derek's bones ebb away with every moment Parrish spoke. It was as if hearing a familiar voice, smelling home, had eased something in him. It was a bit of a surprise, to say the least, Parrish confirmed sheepishly. Cora shifted uncomfortably, no doubt sensing the change in her brother, but not quite sharing in his relief, not yet. So the people here, they're just going to accept four strange werewolves into this safe heaven they've built without a second glance. Her her tone was sharp with disbelief, verging on rude, but understandable. Cora, Derek started. No, it's all right, Parrish held up an appeasing hand. We've got about a hundred or so families here, so everyone knows everyone. Really, you'll be the talk of town for a while. But you're not going to be chased away out of the gates with pitchforks, if that's what you mean. Again, with that understanding smile, when you're settled, we can give you the tour. We don't have much in the way of amenities, but we have the necessities, and you'll have to find some jobs. Suddenly, Stiles felt Derek and the pack go stiff in a way that they did if they had sent something. He looked in the direction of the door at the same time as them. It was the glass. It was glass with the limited view out on it was glass with a limited view out into the street. The side he glimpsed was so at odds with the picture painted in his memory that it didn't register at first. Not even when two horses drew to a halt outside and a tall bearded older man opened the door. And I'll be seeing you guys next week. No, we're taking a two weeks break with this cliffhanger.
0: You're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute worst. Oh, no. You have to wait two weeks. There has to be more. (laughs) 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 Is it Santa? Is it? is it santa <laughs> a bearded older man this is a not our christmas thing.
1: episode justina huh this is not our christmas episode <laughs> not Jess. Not christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh what did we read for christmas we didn't have a christmas special we just skipped it for new year's didn't new we year. yeah because it yeah. would have been too difficult to do two christmas two specials that close together yeah yeah But yeah, uh, yeah. So, what are you thinking? Well,
0: well, (laughs) mad (laughs) about this cliffhanger. I just want Styles to see his dad. Yeah, we know it's going to be a happy reunion. Hopefully, probably full little anxiety on Styles' part. Yeah, but happy nonetheless. So, so I've (sighs) got at least in two weeks we'll have something happy to look forward to and we'll get to see a um, reunion of Scott and styles maybe a little lydia
1: lydia's pregnant again
0: who do we know who lydia is with parish no, Parrish.
1: oh i know who lydia is with okay you should know too
0: <laughs> should know but i i don't
1: you, you, you're still in the middle of, of of season three?
0: Yes, I don't know where I'm at. I think so. Uh, I am. So like, little Nori has kind of taken like the plot of where everybody's at with Teen Wolf and just kind of transformed it into this amazing story. Yeah.
1: So, well, I've got a idea of what I want to use for Chris's voice. I have an idea of how I want uh, Papa Stalinsky, and I've got an idea on Scott, and I'm hoping Scotts will make you laugh. Scott, okay, it's um, exciting. So, but yeah, we we'll be. This will be the last episode for two weeks, and then after that after we come back it'll be like six or seven chapters there's one chapter that might be divided into like four chapters four sections because it is really really freaking long so we'll see about that like it, if i try to print it out all in one pit, pe- can you hear me mm-hmm. if i try to put, put it all into one document it's like 50 pages <laughs>
0: wait for what section for uh, one for chapter let me see let me look go is it one of the the last chapters
1: it's like two chapters from now oh okay so uh let me see let me go to my drive nope that's not where i want to go i'm gonna go to radio tower I think it's chapter eleven, but it is really, really long. Like it's like fifty pages, oh. so it's gonna have to be divided into like three or four sections. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm stuck right now, and just trying to find out where I can split well, it so not. it's reasonable. Yeah. Um, but I will get there before the two weeks is out okay so but i'm glad that people are enjoying the story i'm glad that jess is enjoying the story and that hyper little nori is enjoying us reading her story Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we always get a lovely review from her and i want to thank you the the severus hermione author for giving us a review because that that always makes me feel good Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah. yeah, You got anything yeah. to say, Jess? No, I just, you know, especially going into this two-week break, you know, we I do evil?
1: appreciate. Huh? Am I evil?
0: A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just delaying a little bit of happiness for the rest of us, but whatever. <laughs> um, no, I just uh, appreciate everybody and Johnny and I have so much fun making this. So, you know, I'm glad people enjoy it. I think we would continue. I want to continue for a while. You know, fanfiction is so near and dear to my heart, very near and dear to Johnny's heart. So
1: So I think I think we're gonna have to start uh soon looking for a Harry Potter fan fiction to read. Yeah. I have one that we already have permission to read, yep. but I don't know if you want to use that one.
0: Yep, we'll we'll keep it. Let's keep it on you know the list. Maybe we could do um now that we've decided. Uh, basically harry potter maybe we could hear some fandom or um not fandom, ship ideas mm-hmm. what people want to hear i mean we've had a hermione severus we've had a hermione draco so maybe a draco harry or yeah well the, Hiss, the one cool
1: oh hermione and Sirius. i have so many ideas mm-hmm. we could do hermione and regulus i love hermione and regulus yeah, um, the one we have on the back burner is Hermione and James Potter, Harry Potter's father. Can we do
0: Marauders? We could.
1: Do you want to do Hermione and like the all the
0: Marauders? Oh, just there's my orgy. <laughs> but no, hold up though, because sometimes the Marauder era, with or without Hermione, oh, they're just so good. I have a Hermione Regulus, where Regulus is her
1: father. That's really good but there's not really a ship in that one that was that's just like her growing up knowing that regulus is her father yeah and there's one actually it's not hermione in any ship that is still being written that's really good called new blood Mm. but I think probably we should wait on that one to get finished mm-hmm. right, written. And yeah. that one is actually at like 257 chapters right now. So maybe not that one.
0: Holy No, we'll just link that one. That one sounds good. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, we should a start on linking one. like, like suggesting fan fictions on our page. We should do that.
0: I agree. We'll start, i work. Cause I just read, I'm in the middle of a really good Severus Hermione Story. it's a work in progress but she's posting daily so i'll link that one it's really good
1: yeah
0: i love them so much so i'm like obsessed <laughs> with them it's ridiculous
1: <laughs> what's funny is like the 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 one we have on the back burner and the regulus her, where where regulus is hermione's father is the same author and she's also the same author of dead of time <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what fi- fire whiskey and honey is reading
0: yeah She's a really good writer.
1: Yeah, Alani is such a good writer. I think I've read like everything she's she's written, and there's some really ones, good ones done by an author by Mrs. Fig. Oh, Miss Fig. Yeah, but we can't. There's, there's a fly that keeps landing on my camera. Anyways, but um, we can't get read anything from Mrs. Fig because Mrs. Fig passed away about couple
0: years Three ago. Years ago. Three years ago, Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: like, we can't get permission from her. So, it wouldn't seem right to read any of them.
0: No, it wouldn't. Uh, but we should definitely link to a couple of her stories. She is yeah. a really good writer.
1: Yeah. Really good. Have you seen my new nose ring?
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, a snake. snake, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a snake.
0: <laughs> I don't think I have the nose shape for a nose piercing.
1: I didn't think so either, but I got my septum pierced in two. 2012 Mm -hmm. and I first saw it for the first time after it had healed and then the swelling had gone down I was like oh my goodness I look really cute
0: (laughs) my brother has that pierced and he has like um where it's open on the sides sort of so he like tucks it in so that it's not seen while he's at work and he likes to fuck with my daughter and be like Ella you want to see a booger and like flick it out (laughs) okay
1: okay Thanks, guys, for coming to listen again. We appreciate all of you. This is Johnny, and we love you. Absolutely. We love
0: chaotics.
1: Yeah.
0: The best kind of people in the world. Um, Join in on the Facebook group, uh, Ships of Chaos. And we'll see you in two weeks for the next Chaotic Thursday.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Hyper Illinois. You have to wait two weeks for my bad voices. Sorry.
0: Sorry or not sorry because we need a break. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, we love you and
1: bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our journey today. We'd like to thank Hyper Little Noi for allowing us to read her masterpiece Radio Tower and to our listeners who welcome us into their homes every week.
0: We love any reviews downloads, subscriptions. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and archive of our own as Ships of Chaos. Thanks for listening and we will see you next chaotic Thursday.